Welcome. This is Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a wealth advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. And I'm your co-host, James Parker. After the episode, head on over to gregoryricks.com slash podcast zero three, and you can get your complimentary white paper that goes with this episode. Today, we're going to talk about mistakes millennials are already making when it comes to their investing. Gregory's going to show you how to write the ship, and then you're going to hear him help a couple of millennials get started. Now we've got millennials a little bit disconnected. Millennials are trying to build wealth. And they need to know one simple fact, invisible money, lack of financial education, and not understanding how investments compound over time can lead to serious missteps and millennials withdraw money from their 401k plans. Like it's a piggy bank as well. You know, that's, you know, you've heard me tell my backstory a number of times and most thing that fascinated me in high school was what compound interest compound interest it was just unbelievable what you could do with that you know i i I was always entrepreneurial since i was about 10 but it's just like gosh how can we make some more money can i do that flip that next car put some money in savings i you know i i don't recall what the interest rate was back then but at 12 years old and and our caller, yeah, I understand about setting up account the minor, but I do know this at age 12, I went to the bank and set up a savings account and there was no parent with me. There was no grandparent with me. It was just me and the teller. And I set up, had a little passbook account. So I'd go do my little lawn mowing, repairing washing machines at the laundromat. And I'd go put my money in the bank and I'm so excited when it would show some interest credits there so okay back to the topic here is according to e-trade more than a third of millennials make withdrawals from their 401k plans and they use the money for what vacations purchases and other personal expense a third sounds like a lot well that's what uh greg merset a certified financial planner and ceo of busy kid he that's what he says this is a very high percentage a savings app for kids and families these early withdrawals point to inability to set priorities maybe busy kid might be something we check into that uh greg merced has busy kid but yeah busy kid b-u-s-y-k-i-d and and james on the break said you know this is clear there's a lack and I'll, i'll tell you share this with you before i get into our conversation there's a lack of financial literacy only 17 states have required personal finance course for high school students. This can set kids up for financial problems later in life, including lower credit scores. Yeah, they're, they're not knowing how to balance an online account. Back in my day, it was a paper check, you know, had this little passbook. I don't, then checking, I had to keep up and log everything and keep up with it and make sure it all ticked and tied and, they don't know how to do this. They don't understand that not opening a credit card and not paying the bill is going to be a problem. Parents and schools blame each other. Mercer said parents say the school should be teaching it. I, I agree. And then James, you commented. That sounds like it should be the parents job. Yeah. So you're expecting the parents to teach them how to do finance. Well, there's yeah. other things in life. We've got high schoolers shooting each other out there. You see it on the news and. 
they, they're not stopping them from doing that. So they probably and they're going to say, oh, by the way, here's how you need to do your savings and checking and credit cards and stay off the streets at night. So you're, you're suggesting the parent who hasn't done the, you know, the basic human decency work of convincing their kids to not be murderers probably hadn't got to the general ledger portion of their kids' education. We haven't got past Look, thou this, shalt not murder. Personal yet. finance is not complicated math. It, you know, you don't need a calculator for it. You should run these numbers in your head. This is not hard stuff, but gosh, you should spend a half a school year on this basic stuff so they understand the pros and cons and repercussions and the rewards of doing it right. Let's go down to Homa, Jackie. You're going to be first up on Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you? Well, I'm 33, um, and I just started a 401K a little late in life. But my employer offers like a high risk. You can do um, whatever percent you choose to do, but they're asking me if I want to put any of my money in high risk, and I have no idea what high risk is. It sounds like Jackie's done some of the compound interest missed by not starting 10 years ago and what the effect would be which for her is now 30 years out, but 40 years of compounding. You know, just just think of it. When, yeah. And this isn't to drive it in, but let's say over the next 30 years, you get to $500,000. But just think if you said, gosh, if I had 10 more years at 7% average return, that would be $1 million. So You're going to make me cry. No, I'm I'm not, but it's for the other listeners to understand the math of it. That's, you know, why that's so important. And here's the thing about it, Jackie. It's better to start today than next year or five years from now because right. you're creating that same opportunity. I'd rather you have the next 30 years to build assets instead of 20 years. It's going to sure. be much better for you. All right, these 401ks, how do they work with their descriptions? This is the risky pool. Yeah, well, so um, when, who's making this choice for you? I'm making the choice for myself. Uh, it's 401k. I've joined into it with the company. Um, you have to do at least 4%. They match up to 2%. I've chosen to do 8% um, just because I feel like I need to play catch-up at this point. Um, but they keep asking me, do I want to go with the safe route and do safe? 401k as far as investing the money and i can split it i can do six percent safe and two percent high risk so when they're defining what is safe and what is high risk and who's this that's asking you that it's it's our advisor over at work it's just a person that comes in i'm not even sure what company it is to be honest yeah i i would need that defined a bit more now if you're kind of using the major indexes and how from my standpoint i look at it more of risk is how much more are you in equities than are you say in bonds or short-term money right now is kind of a time where i would pause as far as putting money in i'd kind of like right now because of the market going down. Now we also mm-hmm. can go and look at it the next 30 years and say, well, it's going to be much higher than it is 30 years from now. But I also don't want to put money in and have it declining. So mm-hmm. I would kind of like you're doing, put that away, but I don't know if I'm actually putting it and correlating it to indexes. And what I like as far as 401k is I, I like small, mid, 
and large cap. You know, I, I, I want to try to link to the major indexes as, you know, the Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, the Russell. And I don't want to go 100% in. I rarely want to be a hundred percent in because just like this, somewhere beyond today, there's a buying back in opportunity. I don't know if yet, if that's next week, next month, or could be three months from now, but this market is moving down. And from myself as a money manager, what we've been doing is selling as this market wants to continue down. We're selling, reducing positions. We're selling out of positions and protecting gains. We are not buying right now. So with that said, you need more of a definition of what's safe and what's risky. And I always kind of like the term moderate. Here's what it's coming from. They're talking about risk. How much can you tolerate it moving up? And also, how much can you tolerate moving down? It's easy to tolerate the moving up. But it's like in the next six months, would you be bothered by that account value going down 20%? So that might be more aggressive. If you're really conservative, you'd say, well, I'm okay with 5% going down. What means, you know, you're fine with an upside of five percent but that's kind of when we start trying to find your risk number that's kind of one of the first questions i ask and i follow it with a number of other questions but is to find your risk number and what you're comfortable with and so what we're also asking not only risk but volatility because you are aware of what's going on in the market where are you and i would hope you're more middle but that's not helping you enough yet. You've got to find out more. Well, what defines that? That's not enough information to make a decision. What type of accounts is it going to be spread among? How have they performed in the past? Yeah. Just find out which index I'm talking about is the high risk. Yeah, because they're not giving you any information. So do you consider yourself a bungee jumping type person Bungee jump off a bridge over a river, or would you rather have your life vest on, your paddle, somebody helping you in the boat, and y'all paddle across it? Which are you, yeah, bungee jumper or paddle? I'm paddling across. I'm a very safe person. Okay, so you're not the aggressive person, so the bungee jumper. So you've got to find out where you fit in that and get more information. Thank you for the call. Thank you. I appreciate Keep us it. updated, Jackie. Bye. Noah, that's your hand. Wow us with your brilliance, Noah. Um, I actually have a question about savings or retirement plans. Okay, go um, ahead. I'm 21, and I've been working since I was probably about 15, and I'm still in college. I got two years left, and then I plan on going into the oil and gas industry as an instrumentation technician. And nice. the company I'd like to work for is Exxon, and they're the only company in the oil and gas industry that still does 401Ks. But that's still a few years away. So I didn't know where I should start for retirement plan. One of the places you should start at his age, he has the capability of adding up to $5,500 a year to a Roth IRA. Now, that's an after-tax contribution, but it grows tax-deferred and will be tax-free on distributions. So it's an after-tax contribution, but comes out tax-free as distributions. 
in the future. And if he's, what, 23 years old? He says 21. 21. He plans to go to work at 23, and he's already starting the retirement planning before he even started his career. Yeah. Don't we love this guy? 40 years. Talking about. And you want to have a lot of tax-free income built in. That's kind of one of the mainstays, designing or building up where you have multiple streams of income, and you want tax efficiency built into that. So that's where I would think he would want to start. And then keep doing that when you're tossing money into the 401k. And it starts with, what, getting the match? And if you can In afford- the 401k, yeah. yes. Don't forget to head to our complimentary downloads page at gregoryricks.com for your complimentary white paper just for listening to this episode. More episodes of the podcast can be found at gregoryricks.com slash podcast. But I do have a day job that goes along with that. I'm a wealth advisor and we focus on retirement and investment planning. We review all five aspects of your financial life, investing, retirement, estate planning, healthcare planning, and income planning. For more information, call 504-832-9200 or gregoryricks.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Ricks and Associates are not affiliated companies. The firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Ricks and Associates is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates. It is not possible to invest directly into the S&P 500 index. This measure is provided solely as a benchmark of overall market performance. 